Welcome to our online Advent calendar Christmas at Brighton Road Baptist. This service is being led by a variety of the church family and we'd like to say a huge thank you for everyone's contributions in our worship. Our nativity is our very own Christmas Advent calendar. Each door of a church family member will open up to us a bit more of the story of the first Christmas. And so to door number one. Happy Christmas! We begin with the longed-for hope. Centuries before, when the people of Israel looked forward to the time when the one would come and establish a great kingdom, where they could be free of dark times, let us join them as we sing, Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Happy Christmas!
God did not leave the people in darkness. There was a young woman called Mary who was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. One day, as she was alone, the angel Gabriel went to her. Happy Christmas. You are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Well, I? I don't understand. Don't be afraid, Mary. God is pleased with you. You are going to have a baby and you must call him Jesus. He will be great and his kingdom will never end. How will this be as I'm not married? The Holy Spirit will make it possible. I am the Lord's servant. Let it be with me just as you say. Happy Christmas! Gracious loving Father, so much at this time feels so dark and overwhelming. Being in the middle of a pandemic which stops us seeing those we love. For people who are persecuted for following you. For those who are sick. Those who feel alone. Or those suffering loss of their job and financial worries. But Lord, you are the light 
that shines in that darkness, a light which is so pure, so reassuring, full of grace and love. And as we celebrate the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, this Christmas, and watch this nativity, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you love each one of us, that you hear our prayers and are with us wherever we are. Amen. Happy, Happy Christmas. Christmas. How will we... In those days, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. Everyone had to travel to their hometown. So, Joseph, with his pregnant fiancée, Mary, travelled from Nazareth to Bethlehem because he was of the line of David. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She wrapped him in a blanket and placed him in an animal's food trough because there was no room for them in an inn. Happy Christmas, everyone. They think I'm some kind of cruel landlord. Someone must have told them, but they're wrong. They're just plain wrong. And it's time to set the record straight once and for all. People say I'm an innkeeper. Well, I suppose you call it an inn. To us, it's just a big house. My grandfather, Joshua Ben Yudin, built way back when he was trading and his business was at his peak. And he built it big enough to fit 14 kids. Well, a few years ago, the missus and I were just rattling around in his big house. You know, kids have grown up and all. We were thinking, well, maybe we could take in a few travellers. Rachel's always been pretty good in the kitchen. So we just lets out the word we take people in. And they started to come in. Every night we take a person in, maybe a couple, sometimes more. People will always come back when they're visiting the village again, intent on another bowl of Rachel's lamb stew. <laughs> then came the census the governor brought in. Taxation, pure and simple. People from all over the province flooded in, in into the town that week. It filled us right up, I can tell you. Frank and I slept in the main room, where we always do, and we started putting guests in, in the other three rooms. They kept coming. Then they doubled up, two or three families into a room. They kept coming. Finally, we filled the main room with four families plus Rachel and me. We started turning people away. I must have got in and out of bed ten times that night, stumbling over bodies to get to the door. No more room, sorry folks. No more room. Come back in the morning. I just couldn't make any more room. That was the honest truth. I did make room for one more couple. Joseph was a burly man with big arms and strong hands and I think he said he came from Nazareth. Well, he wouldn't take no for an answer. I would say, no, I'm sorry. And he'd tell me about his little Mary. Well, when I saw little Mary, she wasn't very little at all. She was just about as pregnant as a woman can get. And awfully pale at the same time. While Josie was pleading, I saw her grab her tummy in pain and I knew I couldn't let her have the baby outside. 
the stable will just have to do, I told myself, and led them there. Now, it's pretty crowded, so I shooed several animals into the pen outside to make room in one dry corner. Joseph asked me, do you know I can find a midwife? We might need her tomorrow or even the next day. The man didn't know much about having babies, you know, that was plain to see. I ran to Aunt Sarah's house and pounded on the door until her husband came. One of the, ba the travellers is having a baby, I told him. I'll wait while Aunt Sarah gets dressed. I stopped a moment to catch my breath and then she ran on ahead. By the time we got back to the stable, Joseph had little Mary settle on some soft, clean hay wrapped in a blanket, wiping the perspiration off her brow and was speaking softly to her as she fought the waves of pain. Aunt Sarah sent me to get Rachel, then she pushed Joseph and me out of the barn. This isn't a place for men, she said. We waited outside for hours. It seemed like those hours went on, when all of a sudden we heard a little cry. You've got a baby boy, Aunt Sarah was saying as we peeped round the corner. She hands me this wee fella to Rachel and, and she wraps him in those swaddling bands. Cute little thing, I can tell you. Well, Joseph goes over to give Mary a big hug and a kiss on the cheek and Rachel hands Mary the baby, then comes over to me and takes my hand. Do you remember when Joshua was born, she whispers. The lantern was almost blowing out, the cattle were lowing softly and the baby Jesus was asleep in his mother's arms. That's how I left them as I walked back home. By the time I got back, Rachel was in bed and I was just about ready to put out the light, stepping over all those bodies to get under the warm covers when I heard some murmuring out in the stable. I better check, I told myself. When I peeped in, I saw shepherds. Raggedy old shepherds, kneeling down a filthy barn floor as if they were praying. The oldest one was saying something to Joseph about angels and the Messiah, and the rest of them knelt with their heads bowed, and, and some had tears running down their face. I coughed out loud, and Joseph looked up. I was almost ready to run those shepherds out of my stable, when Joseph motioned to me with his hand. It's okay, he whispered. They've come to see the Christ baby. The Christ baby, the Messiah. That was when I knelt too and watched and prayed and listened to the old shepherd recount his story of angels and heavenly glory and the sign of a holy baby wrapped in swaddling bands to be found in a stable manger. My goodness, it was my stable where the Christ baby was born, my manger he rested in, my straw, my lamp, my wife Rachel assisting at his birth. I couldn't believe such a thing had happened to me. The shepherds left after a while. Some of them leaned over and kissed the sleeping Christ child before they departed. I know I did the same. I'll always be glad that I made room in the stable for that family, that holy family. You see, I'm not some mean innkeeper. I was there, I saw him. And you know, years later that boy came back to Bethlehem, this time telling about the kingdom of God. Oh, and I believe in him, I tell you. I was there, and mark my words, if you'd seen what I'd seen, you'd be a believer too.
Happy Christmas to you. So, shepherds too were out and about. They had begun the evening as usual, out in the fields, watching their sheep, until something quite extraordinary happened. Merry Christmas. Eighty-two, eighty-three, eighty-four. Finish the head count. 
How can I count them properly if they won't stand still? Call yourself a professional, get organised. Is that 86 or 87? They all look the same to me. Ample experience in shepherding, you said on your, your application. Oh, will you stop milling about? I, how, what's the matter with this lot tonight? They're so restless. Let me do it. One, two... <coughs> do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Yes, all people. Even you. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Um, excuse me, your bright shininess, but are you even sure you've got the right address? It's just, we're just shepherds, and he's not even a very good shepherd. And it's not, it wouldn't be the first time that we've been delivered something by, for somebody else by accident. To the shepherds, watching their flock by night, first hill, east of Bethlehem. That's you, isn't it? Uh, uh, yes. There you go then. God has chosen you to be among us, among the first to see the newborn king. Go see him for yourselves. He is your saviour, and this is a, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. That's amazing. Look, there's more. <gasps> Happy Christmas!
Happy, Happy Christmas! Let us continue recalling the joy of the angels as we sing up together our next carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Christmas. We have lit the first two candles, one for hope and one for peace. We light the third candle, the candle of joy. This should be the easy one, because joy is all around us, in the children, the lights, the music, the gathering together as best we can. But how often do we let our preparations or our memories push joy to the side? Joy is an underground spring that wells up inside us, but joy is also a choice, an attitude. Like a muscle, it needs to be exercised. So today we open ourselves to joy, trusting that God has already planted it in us. All we need to do is give it care and offer it to share. Loving God. 
we open ourselves to you, trusting that this is how you made us. You created us for joy-filled hearts and lives. Show us the creative power of hope. Teach us peace that comes from justice. Fill us with a kind of joy that cannot be contained, but must be shared. Prepare our hearts to be transformed by you. That we may walk in the light of Christ. Amen. Christmas. The shepherds weren't the only ones to be guided to Jesus. In the east were some wise men who studied the stars. Happy Christmas. I'm following the decline of the Martian orbit and the zenith of Venus. Huh? The the azimuth of the Jupiter following the decline of the Martian orbit and the zenith of Venus. Oh, the big shiny thing over there. Oh. And you know what that means? Yeah. Isn't it obvious? Yeah. It's a new king. It's the biggest thing in, in centuries, and we must go. We must take gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Go, go! I have gold. I have frankincense. And I have a mirror. Oh. A mirror? Oh, you idiot, I said myrrh, not mirror. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. oh dear, how they ever graduated from wisdom school, I do not know. Oh. Right, so we shall need to get packed. We will need to travel light and fast. Light and fast. So, I'm ready. I'm ready too. Um, yeah, me too, I guess. Oh, I said light. You don't need the bath bombs. But, um... You don't need your beard trimming kit. Oh. Right. Honestly. Right, let's go. Do you even know the way? Nope, but we do have a GPS. A GPS? A global positioning star! Happy Christmas! And so the wise men followed the star. 
At first they went to Jerusalem, expecting the King of Kings to be born in a palace. But they soon discovered that God had a different plan. He would know what it was to experience pain and hardship, for God himself would come and be born in a simple stable in David's town. And so we sing our next carol, Once in Royal David's City.
Happy, Happy Christmas. Christmas! No room in the inn? <laughs> of course, and not much in the stable. What with the shepherds, Magi, Mary, Joseph, the heavenly host? Not to mention the baby, using our manger as a cot. You couldn't have squeezed another cherub in for love nor money. Still, in spite of the overcrowding, I did my best to make them feel wanted. I could see the baby and I would be going places together. Happy Christmas. And so we've opened our next door, number 19, to see proud Mary and Joseph with Jesus. A baby so precious and so loved, but a baby that would grow up to show his love for the world in such a way that demands a response.
heart longs for a little bit of hope, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. A child prays for peace on earth, and she's calling out from the sea of hearts, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. The drought breaks with the tears of a mother A baby's cry is the sound of love Come down, come down, Emmanuel He is the song for the suffering He is Messiah, the Prince of Peace has come He has come
Happy Christmas! Darkness is scary. Lots of people are afraid of the dark. It doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult. It can send our imaginations into all sorts of directions. It can make us feel very uncomfortable. And in our lives, sometimes we describe times as being times of darkness. When we aren't at all comfortable, where we might feel anxious, where we might feel alone. And they are very difficult times. This past year, for some, have been a really difficult time. We might have felt anxious or alone. But you know what? This Christmas, once again, we're reminded that Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus coming at Christmas makes all the difference. He came into a dark world and shone his light of life. And it's something that we too can know. I've been a Christian for many years now, and I have to say it has made all the difference. Yes, there are times of darkness, but knowing that Jesus, the light of the world, is right there with me, walking with me, it makes all the difference. You don't have to be alone. Jesus is the light of the world. He can be the light in your world too. If you don't know Jesus, I strongly encourage you to talk to somebody who is a Christian. Maybe, maybe contact Brighton Road and someone will be more than happy to just talk with you about what it is to know Jesus who changes darkness into light. Merry Christmas.
Christmas. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Happy Christmas!